This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Listen, God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. And I'm joined by my sister, Nicole Queen. I'm excited to be here with you guys again on Fourth Fridays. It's a pleasure to be back. Praise God. So we are excited today, family. We are on YouTube as usual. We are on Nicole's <laughs> Facebook. So we are everywhere. And I just pray that um, everyone is having a wonderful week. But we want to get right into this discussion yeah. about a phrase that we hear a lot today, a phrase mm-hmm. that is very, very, it's said a lot, but we want to kind of discuss it and really figure out what it means. And that phrase is trusting the process. Trusting the process. Trusting the process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not sure when this phrase really got popular. I know that there's a basketball player. His name is Joel Embiid, and he, he no. like, made it really popular. So I don't know if it was <laughs> before him or after him, but for whatever reason, we hear this this thing about trusting the process. And if we've had any experience with God at all, mm. one thing we know about the Lord is that he has a way mm-hmm. of taking us through processes. And so I just want to kind of open up. Maybe, Nicole, I'm going to ask you this question, and then we can just kind of hop into it. Right. Um, what does it mean to trust the process? Wow. You know that's a loaded question, right, Greg? Okay. <laughs> Y'all see how he does me? Only okay. my brother. <laughs> to trust the process. So mm-hmm. I guess we would have to break it down this way. First, what is the process? You know, I got to get back to my old teacher days. Okay. What is um, the process and uh-huh. what does it mean to trust? Um, so when you think about process, Uh, I think about how God is very structured. He's very organized. He's very orderly. Even from the foundation of this world, when he created on day one, day two, day three, it's a process. It was a process. So that is how I understand process and Mm -hmm. how it connects to my understanding of who God is and how he flows and just kind of what he does. Um, And that's just, you know, very basic, a basic definition. Now, when you talk about trusting the process, Mm. it's actually interesting because a lot of times you don't know the process. Wow. He, you know how it says he'll show you, um, he may show you where you're going or where you're going to end up, but you don't know the steps that it's going to take to get there. Wow. But we can rest confidently in knowing that it says all the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So mm-hmm. that truly is honestly the very thing that we put our trust in is in him because we know that as he's ordering our steps, we'll eventually get there. We may not know how, we may not know when, but we know we're going to get there. So wow. when when we when I think about trusting the process, I think about trusting the one who owns the process, mm-hmm. the one who owns the whole the end result, who knows the end result, who's ordering my steps, the one who is in control. I don't believe in that whole fate and all that other stuff that mm-hmm. people say, those other, you know, new agey words, but it's it it has everything to do with God. It has to do with his purpose, his plan, his will, his vision for our lives. So when you trust in him, you should trust everything that derives from him, which is his process, his word, his will, everything connected to him. So for me, trusting in the process is just trusting in God, period. Wow. Praise the Lord. You hit me with a little bit of a curveball <laughs> because I didn't even consider the fact that oftentimes we might not even know 
the full process. Yeah. We don't even necessarily know everything that God entails. And as you said, that mm-hmm. the first person that really came to mind was Abram, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. God just told him out of nowhere, go, come from out of your father's house and go, and go into a land, you know, that I that I have for you. Go into this strange land where you're going to be a foreign person, you and your wife, you know, whatever family you have, your your herdsmen and all of those things. Yeah. He just totally uprooted him. Complete faith. <laughs> and he had Abraham at that time. Abram had to have enough trust in. Uh, I, yeah. I, I almost want to call him the processor. Right, the right. Processor. I was thinking about that too. Trust the in the Lord yeah. to yeah. actually <laughs> take that first initiative mm-hmm. blindly, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we know that ultimately he got a promise from God and God told him Ooh. the end of what yeah. he was doing. I'm going to give you a lineage. I'm going to give you a generation. Your name is going to be spoken of, you know, from here on out and all of those different type of things. So he got it eventually. Right. But then he had to. You're fine. Okay. But then then, he, technical stuff, then he had to. <laughs> he got it eventually. He got the promise eventually, eventually, but there had to be a first step, yes. which was almost literally stepping out on faith. Yes. And oftentimes that is our first step. And I know for me personally, the first step is me just receiving it, just receiving it. I can't, cause you know me, I'll think about a hundred things like, okay, you know, we used to joke around, be like, all right, what should I eat for lunch? Should I eat tuna? Should I eat this? Should I eat that? So it's like the whole mind thing at the beginning before I even say, okay, God, I trust you. You know, I know it does say count of the cost and I'm going to use that in my defense. Uh-huh, <laughs> count of uh-huh. the cost. Yep. But I'll be counting for a long time, y'all, because a lot of times it's that mental conversion. Okay. Do I trust you, God? All right. So what does this look like? Mentally, I, I accept what you're saying to me. Mm-hmm. So now I have to actually take a step. Now, what does taking a step look like? Does it mean, okay, you know, the story where it said the little kid was praying for rain, so he left out in his raincoat and it was the skies was sunny. And, the, and they were saying, well, why are you wearing a raincoat and got an umbrella? He said, because y'all been praying for rain, right? Mm-hmm. Are you in expectation for what you've been praying for? So it's kind of like the actions have to match where my faith is. Right. So if God is telling me to do something and if I'm trusting in his process and his plan, then I need to start aligning my actions as if I do trust him wow so that's more so you know my take on that and and really that's coming into agreement with the lord you know i'm in a season now where i'm going through a process Mm. and as i'm going through this process one of the things i've learned is that i had to come into agreement with God's process. Yes. Okay. Yes. Initially, I wasn't yes. in agreement with it. Initially, you know, I was I was basically murmuring and complaining. You know what I mean? <laughs> taking steps, but in yeah. your heart, like oh, right, just right, do right. It. I'm, I'm just not even it. sure if I was taking the steps. I'm just like <laughs> I'm trying to find another way out, and I realized right. that there is no way to avoid right. this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, th- there's going to be circumstances that you just cannot avoid. If Goliath is is uh hey. coming and he is challenging, he's a you know Philistine and he's challenging all of Israel. He's not going anywhere. 
Nope. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and if you got to uh, cross over the Red Sea or, uh, you know, go through the Red Sea, mm-hmm. that's not going anywhere until God moves it. Mm. So that's a process, right? Yeah. And and it, it was an mm. impasse. That's good. It's an impasse where y- you can either just give up mm-hmm. or you can submit to the process, but there, there are no other options. Yeah. And yeah. I know as people, sometimes we can... I can have a tendency to, I can't speak for everybody. I was going to say, speak for yourself, brother. I can have a tendency to try to weigh out what are my options in this situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as no, as no, most people do. They mm-hmm. say, you know, okay, God told me to do this. I know what he says. Well, let me see if I can maybe kind of curtail that and add a little piece to what well, he said. Do this technically, but technically, and it's kind of like, you know what he said. Right. Either it's no such thing as half obedience, partial mm-hmm. obedience, delayed obedience. We just need to be obedient. You hear, you do. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. And and sometimes yeah. we find ourselves talking our, our way outside of things or around things mm-hmm. when we know what he said because we don't truly believe or trust in him. And that gets wow. to the root of the issue. It's not so much, well, did I hear God correctly? No, you yeah. heard him. Yeah. You heard him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just not flowing in that way because of either... Mm-hmm. I don't trust. Mm-hmm. I don't believe what keep he's talking. saying. Mm-hmm. Or I just, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, he adjusted talking. my. Keep talking. <laughs> you know, one little thing though, we yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, Keep talking. <laughs> so it, 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 it either boils down to either I hear what he says, I either may have fear, don't trust that what he says is going to come to pass, mm-hmm. or I just want control over the situation. And wow. as I was thinking about process, there's really only two processes God's process and your process. Wow. <laughs> and sometimes they overlap and sometimes they don't. But the main thing is understanding that God's ways are not like man's ways at all, not even close. So when somebody does you wrong, first thing you think, oh, they're going to be retaliatory. They're going to come back and get me. And so sometimes we ascribe that to God. And that's not how God flows at all. Wow. Not even close. Mm-hmm. So we can't try to use our human logic or experiential wisdom and apply it to God and say, well, because I people treat me this way. God is going to treat me this way or mm. act this way. Or maybe if I just ignore what God said, it'll just kind of go away. No, Goliath's still there. The Red Sea's still there. Yeah. Obedience. A lot of times obedience is that door that opens up what needs to take place next. Wow. It's, it's part of that process. And the mm. first step is obedience. Yeah. You know, another person that had a process, I mentioned it as we were kind of preparing for this a little bit was Saul, you know, who eventually became Paul. Yeah. And to one of the points that you just made about how, you know, it's like God's process and, and, and our kind of process. And it's almost like we have a will yes. and God has a will for yes. our lives. Right. And it kind of goes back to this coming into agreement. And I just want to read this real quick. You don't even got to really turn to it. <laughs> but um, Acts chapter nine yeah. is where Paul kind of actually. Uh, that's where Saul, right? He's persecuting Christians actively, okay? And as we know, God took Paul through a process. A, yes. And one of the most well known processes that we know of. Yep. One of the things that I want to point out really quickly in yeah, Acts chapter 9, okay. starting at verse 1, it says, And Saul, yet breathing out threatening, threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues. Okay. That if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, 
he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. So what I want to point out is that when Paul went on the Damascus road, he had something already made up in his mind (laughs) of what he Mm -hmm. was planning to do. Mm -hmm. I want to go here. Mm -hmm. I want to persecute these Christians. I don't care if they're male or female. I got my letters from the high priest or whoever. So that that's that's my my green light, mm-hmm. and I'm set on this mission. I'm do what I want to do. Trying to do what mm-hmm. I want to do, and then look at verse three. It says, "And he journeyed, and he came near Damascus, and suddenly." I want to I want to look at that word real quick. Suddenly. Suddenly. How he had a plan. He had something that he he had planned right, and because of that, uh. Or let me not say because of that, but in spite of that, suddenly, (laughs) suddenly, the Bible says there shine round about him a light from heaven. Suddenly, meaning that (laughs) a lot of times when we are about to go through a process, Mm. it's not something where you just kind of email or text God and say, <laughs> hey, God, I'm, I'm ready for my process. Let's schedule right, our process. Right. Let me schedule. Nicole always like to put stuff on her calendar. <laughs> let me let me put my process oh, on my calendar. You know goes. what I mean? Let me let me now let I me schedule. <laughs> let me schedule this. You know, I want to schedule my process. Right. Not around the holiday season. I, I, I get kind of busy there. <laughs> you know, not around my birthday. I got some plans, but let's just put in one of them quiet months. It, it doesn't work that way. You're absolutely right. The Bible says suddenly, <laughs> right? Our process yeah. comes upon us mm-hmm. suddenly. Wow. Suddenly. Yeah. yeah. And then look what happens with Paul. I ain't going to teach mm. too much tonight. Go ahead. That's who you are. You're a teacher. Go <laughs> it ahead, It says, brother. and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Mm. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. So I want to point out a few things. Paul acknowledging the Lord as Lord. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a part of his process mm-hmm. because when he acknowledges him as Lord, because remember up until this point, Paul did not believe in Christ. He didn't mm. think he was the Messiah when he was Saul. That's why he was persecuting exactly. Christians. Yep. But then he comes into the knowledge like, okay, this is the Lord. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think he was the Lord, but I re- I realize now. Mm-hmm. Now what they say, now you know. Now I know. <laughs> okay, I realize now that this is the Lord, and because he came into agreement with the Lordship, glory to the Lamb of God, because he came into agreement with the Lordship, mm-hmm. he then was able to ask the question, what do you want me to do? Mm, that's so powerful. Because it, what it is, it's, it's acknowledgement. It's acknowledgement. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a total conversion in his heart for the very thing that he refuted, didn't believe in. And now it's like, okay, you got me. I, I can't, I can't, I cannot, 
I can't like not acknowledge what's extremely evident and extremely clear. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 honestly, um, I know this is kind of a loophole, but when we evangelize and talk to people, one of the things I pray for because some people are a little easier than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Other people is kind of like, well, they pull up the blow. Oh, the this, 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 this. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, you gotta get you right up on the my mic. Face when it's okay. Yeah, move. The, yeah. Fixed, uh, my bad. <laughs> Move the mic wherever you want it, but just talk close to it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, y'all, if y'all can't hear me or thank see you, my Ashkenazi. face. Thank you, Ashkenazi. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, so I was going to say that it's interesting that, um, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Acknowledgement. Uh, yeah. Acknowledgement, yes. So he first had to acknowledge who Christ is, like you said. And, um, I, oh, I know what I was going to say. So when it comes down to evangelism, it's interesting that, with some people, they're so fixated on facts and truth, and well, and they try to argue the Bible down. They'd be like, "Oh, well, the Bible says this," and "Well, how about this?" And oh, okay, you took it off. Yeah, me. just keep talking. All right, um, talking. and so it, it it makes it challenging because you could really, really be trying to pursue someone's, I guess, conversion in a sense, um, but it really takes. They're an acknowledgement and, 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 and it's it's not something that we can always do as humans. We can try to show them and share our testimony and and kind of speak to the truth of who God is. But until they accept Christ for themselves, it's really nothing more that I can do. And sometimes it takes that suddenly from God. They have to sometimes God will take them through a process where their acknowledgement changes and their posture changes. I can't do that. I can tell you up and down what the word says. I can tell you that it works. I can tell you that he changed me. I can tell you that he, you know, I always get ready to cry. Okay. I can tell you okay. that he saved me and that he healed me, that he mm-hmm. delivered me and that he brought me back from a place where I was just like, I, I can't go no further. I can't mm-hmm. do it. I can't do this thing called life anymore. I can tell you my story, but sometimes it takes more than that for another person to believe. Sometimes it takes a Paul conversion. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes a suddenly And that is sometimes part of the process. Sometimes the process doesn't even begin until the acknowledgement starts. Wow. How can your process begin until you acknowledge who's Lord of Lord and King of Kings? Mm. How? Mm. And sometimes that's what holds us up from taking that next step. Do you believe? That's the first question. Do you believe? Do you believe who he is? Do you believe him? Okay, you may know him as creator. But do you believe him and trust him as Lord? Do you trust him as father? Do you trust him as friend? Or do you just see him as creator? It's easy to believe him as creator in God. But who is he to you? Relationship matters. And so I think sometimes our processes are held up because we don't understand who he is in relationship to us and who he desires to be in relationship to us. Mm-hmm. So I need some, like my eyes. Wow, well, praise the Lord. Praise God the Lord. God took that me through is, some things. Powerful. I'm telling you. That was powerful. I'm I'm so Woo. immature because I'm trying not to laugh. I'm listening to what you're saying, but I'm trying not to laugh because I took Nicole's pop filter off so y'all can see her, and then she like said all her like all, all the her p words. words at the same time. Of course, you know, but my don't brother. Don't worry about it. It's, 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 they can hear you. Yeah, I know. I'm right. trying not to say Paul and p- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's all good. I'm just immature like that, but that's my but, brother. But to y'all. your point. <laughs> Paul had a revelation because mm-hmm. he didn't even know the Lord, but he, he had didn't. a revelation of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And in his revelation of the Lord, to the point that you just said, 
acknowledging King mm. of King, Lord of Lords. In his revelation, it built a trust in him where he said, what do you want me to do? And here's the yes, kicker. Yes. Now, Paul is now blinded. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that alone could preach. Just the fact yeah. that he was blinded. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Paul is now blinded. Mm, 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 my God. And what that really speaks to, as in this discussion, it speaks to the fact that God mm. wants to build your faith. Yes, he, he wants does. to build your trust. We walk by faith, not no, by sight. Mm. So he was training Paul in yes, the way was. of faith, right, for the things that he would have in store for Paul. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to hit you with this one real quick. <laughs> There's another guy named Ananias, okay, who the Lord assigned him to meet Paul and to help him on his journey. Mm-hmm. Right. So Ananias. OK. As a matter of fact, let's let's look at verse 10. I mean, Acts chapter nine, verse 10. Now, Paul went three days. You know, verse nine says he went three days without sight and neither did eat nor drink. OK, they don't know what's going on. But look at verse 10. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. Mm-hmm. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, behold, I'm here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prays and has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Now, I didn't even plan on saying this, but look at this. (laughs) Paul's natural vision. Mm. was taken away mm-hmm. but even though his natural vision was taken away the lord said unto ananias i've shown paul a vision of what's to come mm. which was a spiritual vision my god so what i gather from that <laughs> i love how is god is so paradoxical it that is- <laughs> yeah that the process is a spiritual process Right. It's not just a physical process, Mm. but it's also a physical process. I have to show you something in the spirit first Mm. in order for it to manifest Manifest. in the natural. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So then look at this. Uh, Verse 13. Now, then Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard by many of this man how much evil he has done to thy saints at Jerusalem and here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. So Ananias also has a process. <laughs> Absolutely. Ananias also has to, um, uh, what's the, what am I trying to say? Ananias also has to have faith, right? Mm-hmm. And he cannot believe the report of what he's heard about Saul. Mm. But he has to believe the report of the Lord. And I think in our everyday lives with our everyday processes, Mm -hmm. there are going to be things that we hear, things that we can try to figure out with our carnal minds, right? Mm -hmm. Things that that may not make sense to us, but we have to make a choice 
while we go through, as we go through our process, whose report are we going to believe? Are we going to believe report? God's my report? God. Or are we going to believe someone else's report? My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. You, mm. whose report are we going to believe? Wow. Hmm. That that <laughs> just that alone can sometimes complicate the process. Wow. You hear a word from God, but now you have all these other voices, all these other your 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 own biases, number one, your own experiences, number two, and then people around you, like all of society, because they knew who he was. Yeah. Oh, they, they all knew they, who they he was. They weren't lying. <laughs> right. They weren't lying they were at all. They were speaking facts. They were speaking absolute yeah, facts. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, because I'm they getting excited now. They were speaking facts, right? <laughs> so it wasn't so much that what Ananias heard was mm-hmm. not factual, mm-hmm. but what was happening is that God was doing a new thing. Yes. And he was doing something behind the scenes because he knows the end from the, the beginning. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So yes. it makes it even harder to and this is why the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. Lean not. Lean not. Because it made sense for Ananias to be apprehensive. Mm-hmm. It makes it made sense. Human logic. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's why I, you know, when I think about both processes, um, <laughs> I often want to say, I mean, we we all talk about Saul's to Paul's process, you know. Obviously, you know, you blinded, you can't see, and you know, we don't always think about Ananias. Mm. I mean, we 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 talk about him as a character in Saul's story, but it, there's two stories going on at the same time, right? Who, like you said, whose report are you going to believe? And when you think about uh, uh, Ananias, I'm, I'm just speaking my personal thoughts. Mm. I would be more terrified in his situation. Yeah. You know, yeah. not to say that, you know, being blinded literally and then God says, you know, gives you instruction. But when you think about what Ananias had to go through, you're like, God, you're, you're telling me to go to someone who is known for killing people like me? Wow. You like you're you're like you really gotta hear the Lord for that one. <laughs> like you really have to hear God for that one. And trusting in a process like that, mm. that, um, that 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 would honestly have me shaken up. I would be completely shook. Yeah. I mean, just being honest, it, it it'd be like, okay, Lord, did I really hear? Okay, wait, let me fast on it real quick. Yeah. But there was a timing associated with it because if he didn't move when he was supposed to, perhaps. Paul or Saul was, you know, two days journey, whatever they called it back then, ahead of him. Or yep. you know, I don't yep. know what the terms are, y'all. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was not only his obedience, his process, but the timing, the mm-hmm. timing. Oh my gosh, the timing is so key, and it makes me think about. I know this is a total separate topic, but how many things do we miss because we don't flow in the process, mm-hmm. and we totally caused complications that were not part of the process because we didn't flow in timing Wow! the way he said to do it when he said to do it this season this length of time mm-hmm. man sometimes it's not always just not doing it but it's when you're supposed to do it how long you're supposed to do it and i used to always say to my friend um you know god gave me this vision to do this all right girl let's pray for timing because it's not always easy to know he'll mm-hmm. show you but it may not be for 10 years later mm. Wow. Process. Process is very complicated. 
Yeah. Well, we, we can make it complicated when we're not, you know, in, in, in line or in tune with what God is saying. Right, right. And Sometimes we'll point, get a part of it. Yeah. And then, and, I, and I'm guilty for this. Oh, God told me to do this. Boom. Now I go do stuff. Well, hold up, hold up. Aren't we supposed to continue seeking him? Mm. He told you this piece, but that's that's not all. You think God's going to give you a little sentence and then just be like, okay, go child, go do your thing. No, he mm. has more for you. We are to seek him. And that's why I love embedded in everything that God gives to us or tells us to do. It requires a consistency of seeking, mm. seeking, dependency. He don't ever just want to give us a slip of paper and say, okay, do your job. Thank mm. you. Bye. <laughs> it, it's continual, continual. And over time, it builds relationship in a, in a closer dependency on him, which I love. And it's like, as you're getting closer to him, you're learning. And that's part of your process too. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Yep. I know I no, said a mouthful. No, no, you did. And I'm just thinking about, you know, <laughs> Just stuff that Ananias heard, and I'm thinking about his time versus 2021, mm-hmm. where all we do now is hear mm. from all sorts of sources, all kind of sources. social media, mainstream media, fake news, real news, <laughs> your homeboy, your girlfriend. Everybody has an opinion about um, about something, right? And it takes so much to be to to keep your eyes single. Mm-hmm. And focused on the Lord when you're going through something, when you're going through something. And look at this real quick at verse 15. It says, but the Lord said unto him, talking to Ananias, mm-hmm. go your way for he, referencing Paul, is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Mm. So I wanna I wanna I wanna talk about this and I wanna I wanna really bring it into twenty twenty one. The the reason because we're talking about Paul's initial process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when he just first this became the very beginning. Paul. Mm-hmm. But if you think about the fact that he was shipwrecked, the fact that he was snake bitten Mm. The fact that he was thrown in jail and beaten up, all of that was was a part of his his long term process. And he had to endure. He had to suffer. Right. The the Lord even just said verbatim, I must I will show him how great things he must suffer Mm. for my name's sake. So now I want us to really think about why we go through the things that we go through. A lot of the main question that will come up when, whenever we're going through any type of process and we're we're trying to endure through that process, oh something on your in mm-hmm. your family, something on your job, mm-hmm. something going on with your children, who knows what it is, an illness or, or something like that. The main question that's going to come into your mind to try to shipwreck your faith mm. is why? That's why. Okay, why? Why do I? <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Look, this question coming to my my mind all the time. Why do I have to go through this? What is the point? You know what? But why did he say Paul was going to have to suffer those things mm-hmm. for my name's sake? For his name's sake. It's not for Paul's <sighs> sake. It's mm. not for Ananias's sake. Mm. It's not for the the synagogues sake is not for the neighbor's sake (laughs) the lord said for my name's sake Mm. 
Very clear. So when we're going through a process, mm. sometimes it's going to be, you're going through a process and you're wondering why, okay? Mm. Mm. There's something that the Lord is trying to do mm. that we don't realize he's trying to do, but in whatever it is that he's doing, he's going to be glorified through your process. Why do I have to suffer through these things? Why do I have to endure? Okay, I'm a king's kid. I'm a child of right, God. Right, right. Should, oh, shouldn't yeah. I have more? Shouldn't I? You know, I'm a chosen generation. I'm <laughs> we a royal, call all the names I'm out. I'm a royal priesthood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> suffer for my name's sake. Mm, it's just, bigger than us. It, there you go. I was going to say, I was just talking to someone recently about um, hurting versus harm. And now I want to throw into the mix suffering. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because it, 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 we tend to think about suffering as I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Suffering doesn't always mean you did something wrong. It doesn't mean that at all. Even when you're hurting sometimes, it doesn't mean you've done something wrong. Now, when someone is harming you, that's different. But sometimes God has to hurt us to heal us. Think about the surgeon and has to cut something out of you to help you. Or if yeah. you're suffering because it has a greater purpose for his name's sake, mm -hmm. not my name, not my life, not my journey, but for his name's sake. Mm. So it's important for us, I think, to understand the difference or understand what true suffering means. And that suffering doesn't mean you did something wrong. Because I know back then, if with all that was going on with Job, I, I know that's another whole weighty topic. Mm -hmm. They, you know, the wife was like, curse God and die. And people would think, I'm like, well, what did you do to offend God? Well, what kind of sin did you do? That wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the situation. So I think we have to sometimes understand the purpose of suffering and say, God, what purpose is attached to this? Instead of saying why, Yes, God, I will do what you say, but help me understand purpose that's attached for this. Am I going through for someone else? Am I interceding for someone else? Am I giving birth to something? Am I going through a certain situation to help refine me? What is the purpose of this suffering, God? Mm -hmm. Like why in the larger context? Not why so I can get out of it, mm -hmm. but why so that I can bring you glory and have a better understanding to help me somewhat, I guess, be a little more compliant because <laughs> sometimes we're not always compliant. We're kind of like, I don't get while I'm going through this. I'm just going to, ugh, I'm just go through it. You mm -hmm. know, if God, if you at this job where God needs you to be at mm -hmm. and he says, stay there for 10 more years. And you're like, what? Mm -hmm. I hate this job. Why do I have to be here? Lord? You know, what if he tells you, Hey, I'm going to, you know, in a year or two, you're going to get a vision of something. And then the plans that I give you, the person that's at the job is going to meet you there. And, then, you know, you just don't know how it's going to unfold. But you're thinking 10 years, I don't want to be there, Lord. Get me out of there. But you don't always understand process. And here's the kicker. You don't got to understand. Mm -hmm. Obedience does not require understanding at all. Wow. Obedience wow. does not require understanding. Man. It requires action. It requires trust. It requires faith. You don't have to understand it. Mm -hmm. It don't have to feel good either. Wow. You just have to be obedient to what he says. Man, just obedient to what he says. Whew. So so what That's advice would you one. give to somebody that is mm. going through something right now and they are asking the question, why do I have to go through it? 
Mm. You know, why does it why is it painful? Why does it feel this way? What what could what would you say to someone to encourage them to keep going? Remember the day of your salvation. Mm. Remember that process. Remember what it was like. Mm. When he came in your life mm. and changed you. Remember what it was like when he pulled you out of the pit, when you were going through. Mm. Did you question that process? Did you question, why am I crying so much? Why am I throwing up? Why am I? Mm. No, you were going through a process of healing. You were being cleansed and you came out wonderful on the other side. You were like, whoa, God yeah. saved my life. You weren't asking questions then. You were in a process of conversion. That's like an amazing feeling to know that God is coming into your life and you feel all the heavy weights just lifting off of you, you know? And so we have to, we have to, I think that remembering your day of your conversion, when you gave your life to Christ, that is so key and so pivotal. I think for us, um, it helps us to get our minds, I like to say, recalibrated, you know, because sometimes we little on this side, little on that side, little anxious today, little, you know, frustrated today, temperamental today. But when you remember that key moment, it really helps align everything else. It's almost like a, think of like a your back, like your vertebrae, mm -hmm. like your salvation. Like your salvation. And it's like everything uh, else is kind of, um, you know, um, I guess I don't want to say connected to it, but more so, it, it, it helps uh, keep things aligned when you're when you mentally remember who he is to you, who he is and the major significance that he's played in not everybody else's life, but your life. Mm. So I know some people may say, well, my story's not the same. And, oh, I, I didn't go through that and I didn't go through this. But has your life changed since you've been saved? Mm. Have you been able to overcome things or or or, or um, flow in ways since you've been delivered? I, I mean, everybody has had a, a situation of being delivered. No one is perfect. Everyone, all have sinned and fall short of the glory. So your, your little story may be a little prettier than somebody else's, but sin is sin. And I guarantee you, the wages of sin is death. We know that. So we need him. We should never minimize the impact that he's had in our lives. It's key. It's critical. It's so important. To, to keep that in constant remembrance. And I think back to when we have communion, when he says, do this in remembrance, in remembrance. It's funny because humans have a way of forgetting stuff. Mm. We can go through something so powerful. I mean, dance till your clothes come off like David and then forget what just happened last week. Like, yeah. well, wait, how do you forget? Like, mm -hmm. how did you just forget? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think that when it's key, when you're going through a process, is to remember, remember your story. Remember what he's done in your life. Remember. And even um, honestly, but I like to do, I haven't really been keeping up with it, but having a gratitude journal, write down the things he's done. Mm -hmm. So when you start to feel like I can't go through, read that list of all the things he's done. It will help you to not question your process or question him as like you say the process or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in a sense but it really just helps your mind stay fixated um because i know the hardest part for me sometimes is the mental like okay lord i'm doing it but oh i'm so mentally checked out but when i remember how he saved me and make him lord over my mind over my thoughts and just kind of like 
place him back into where he needs to be in my heart, then it makes it easier for my actions to flow. But when he's over here and I'm over there and I'm trying to do my own logic in my own flesh, it's hard. It's hard to endure. But when you keep him where he needs to be in the center because it says Jesus is the center of my joy. Mm-hmm. I know that's not scripture, but it's a psalm. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> when he is the first thing, when your world revolves around him, when he is your all, your everything, when you seek him first, everything else will flow, meaning your compliance, or I won't say compliance, but your obedience, I'll say that. Um, you will be better off in your process, and it makes it a lot easier for your day-to-day-to-day mm-hmm. when he is first and foremost on your mind it doesn't mean it's not going to be taxing to your physical body it may be challenging mm-hmm. but your response will be different it'll be oh ah but i trust you just yeah, like when you're working yeah. out it hurts but you just kind of you're not thinking about the pain you just you're just doing it because you know the end result mm-hmm. so we have to trust god just like we trust that picture on our little vision board that's what i want i want this all right so that's what you're trying to go to it's what you're trying to attain god will totally get you through the process and sometimes we just need a renewal of our hope and that's why i say when you think back to the day of your conversion it kind of ignites or should ignite this spark in you this excitement in you Mm -hmm. to you remember who he is and that personally helps me to continue through from day to day it helps me when i remember he is the god of my salvation Mm -hmm. and he loves us and he Absolutely and he loves, loves us. us. I'm move this this way. Oh, I'm they sorry. Still having trouble seeing your face. They can you just talk that way. Oh, but they can or talk this way. No, this is good. This is good. Yeah, they this just good. can't see so your y'all face. Could, oh, they said yeah. they couldn't see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, oh. but just knowing <laughs> that that he loves us, because the, the human question is, if you love me, why are you taking me through this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's taking us through it for a reason, even if we don't understand it, mm-hmm. even if it's for his name's sake. You know, like mm. on, on in the grand scheme of things, with with Paul, it was for his name's sake. But there was there were details built into that. He was going to the Gentiles. He was he was going to preach to all of these other nations and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So there was, like you said earlier, there was a purpose over his life. And I think it's just important for us to understand that that whatever we go through is not in vain. Right. One of those uh, scriptures says, be steadfast and uh, and unmovable, mm-hmm. always abounding in the work of the Lord. Right. Then it says that knowing that your labor is not, not in vain. vain. So we can't get weary. And, and I think in order to not get weary, we have to continue to drink from the well. Yes. Right. We have to yes, continue yes, to nourish yes, ourselves, yes, yes. even though I'm in a wilderness, even though I'm in a dry place, even though. I'm in a, a a season that has been challenging for me. I still have to go to the Lord, and I still have to drink from His, uh, from His uh, Word, and drink from the well, and you know, consume His Word because that's going to be what's going to be able to get you through. You know, when Elijah, Elijah, uh, what was it Elijah? Yeah, when Elijah was um, having those bouts with Ahab and Jezebel, hmm. he got discouraged. At yes. one point in time, and he just didn't yeah. really want to go on. Yeah. And the Lord came and had a little conversation with him. Mm. And afterward, <laughs> it's funny. Okay. I was yeah, say, go me, ahead, turn me, to it. I know you Afterwards, turn to it. <laughs> um, the Lord gave him uh, food, right? And he said, go in the strength of this food 40 days. Mm-hmm. Go in the strength of that meat 40 days, right? So, 
the word is what carries us. Mm. You know, when you think about somebody like That's John good. the Baptist, right? That's good. Uh, it's so interesting because John the Baptist, the Bible says, the voice of one crying, crying in, the wilderness. in the wilderness. He was in the wilderness, right? Now, he's eating wild locusts and honey <laughs> in the wilderness. <laughs> I don't think he's around very many people. It's mm. almost like he's just with the Lord and just surviving <laughs> off like he's in castaway. Jesus or something and like honey. That. Right. Jesus <laughs> and honey. Wild locusts and honey. And, 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 and But my point is right. that what he chose to do in the wilderness, he wasn't crying out to anybody else. Right. He was crying mm-hmm. out to God in the wilderness. Mm. Right. Maybe he was crying out to some people. I don't know. But he certainly was crying out to God in the wilderness. We can't be afraid to cry mm. to God when we're going through a process and that process feels painful. Yeah. We cannot be afraid to do that. Yeah, and in and, and process, like you said, process, we talked about process being obedience, you know, being obedient in the process. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you, like you said, can't cry out. I mean, come on, we know Jesus in his human flesh, in his humanity, cried out. But yet he was still obedient. So it doesn't mean that we can't cry out. That was an excellent example. It does not mean that you can't say, Lord, this hurts. He knows. Mm -hmm. He knows. He knows. Yeah. But he also knows there's a greater purpose. He also knows what's 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 at stake. He also knows when when you said for my name's sake, that's what's most important. My flesh in the moment, which is temporal. Or the grand scheme of things. And the wow. thing I love about God is he He cares about us, even down to the details. But he also is, is he, he also knows the big picture. He, he will not allow something so small or so trivial to offset the whole thing. And I'll say, when I say small or trivial, I mean like, ouch, my arm hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you still got to keep rolling. Like, I'm not just going to abort the whole plan because your arm hurts. <laughs> Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he'll send provisions. He may make it easier or he may send friends or he may, you know, cause he cares about us. He may lift the pain temporarily. I mean, who knows? But I'm just saying God cares about us, but he also cares about the big picture, the plan. And mm-hmm. in our process, we can cry out to him. He's not some evil tyrant. He's not a Pharaoh that's just whipping our backs and saying, do this, do this, do this. Cause I want you to know he cares for us. He wants to know how we feel. That's why prayer is so important as well. Yeah. Communicate. Talk to him. Don't just go through, you know, with a, with a stubbornness in your heart and feeling irritated and mad and just, I'm just going to do it because God says, no, 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 no. Your heart has to be in the right place. You have to, it, it's, it, it's best to go through your process um, when you're trusting God in a posture of obedience, not just simply just doing it because you're supposed to. And it will require, or it may require sometimes crying out and that's okay. And that's absolutely okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about Jesus Mm -hmm. going through a process. Mm -hmm. He even prayed to God. He was like me. He, or maybe I'm (laughs) like him. He was looking for another option. He says, if there's another way that this cup shall pass, there's another way, but then there's a little semicolon there. And then he says, Nevertheless, never. Ooh, uh, man, I heard somebody oh, preach one time that, semi, that semicolon is when he came into agreement with God, and then he said, Jesus. "Nevertheless, not my will, but Thine mm. will be done." Mm. So it, he, That's even good. Jesus, had to 
endure a process, That's right? Good. That's but so good. he he despised the shame mm-hmm. because he knew of the glory that was going to come to him. Mm. Right? He knew that like you just said there was a bigger picture. There was a bigger picture that he um had. There was a greater good, so to speak, that God was yeah. doing through him and through his ministry and through his mission. You know, so uh you know god will 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 provide he will give us what we need mm-hmm. and he will restore you i'm just looking at at a uh, saw here or he's now paul now yeah yeah i'm just going to read it real oh. quick it says verse 19 and when he had received meat he was strengthened mm-hmm. then was saw certain days with the disciples which were at damascus God has something for you when you come out on the other side of it. Yes, yes, you know, yes, we f- yes. We might feel weak mm. when we're going through a trial or a tribulation. We might feel like, oh, man, I just don't know how I'm going to be able to make it through. I don't mm. know how I'm going to be able to endure. But once he endured what he had to endure, the Bible says that he gave him food and he was strengthened, Right. He was restored. He was actually better than than he was when he was Saul. Yeah. And right. I'm, mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just looking at even when Jesus was being tempted by Satan in Matthew chapter four. After that temptation, you know, Jesus had fasted for forty days and, and uh, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of that, Matthew four and eleven, it says, "Then the devil leaves him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him." So even the angels came and began to sort of give Jesus what he stands in need of Mm. because he was human and he was in flesh. You know, he's 100 percent man, 100 percent God, God in the flesh, Emmanuel. And he now needs to be served. But God sent what he needed. Yes. Yes. Mm hmm. On, you know, what was necessary for him to be restored. And I'm, I'm sitting here looking through this. I don't know how we can show this, but the picture came to mind as you were speaking. Um, let's see if I can find it. Okay. I cannot seem to find this picture. You speak about process. This is the yeah. first thing that came to my mind. Somebody brought this to my attention today. I don't uh, know, I don't know what that, that is. That's a human. And that's yeah, I see. Off. It still look weird, though. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if it'll show up. Hold on. Let's see. Don't show my crack on my screen. I think it's still trying to see my face. Hold on. There, there it is. is. There it is. Yeah. Okay, so describe this image to me well, now. You got my phone, so I can't describe it. <laughs> you, well, yeah, you should remember what that looked like. That looked crazy. So <laughs> it's talking about old things pass away and old okay. become new. So it literally you. talks about the ripping off or the tearing off or the 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 flesh coming off mm-hmm. and so i was you can hold it back up again oh okay like. yeah so I, somebody just showed me that and it made me think about that in relation to process sometimes process is painful don't don't talk about the picture now look away a little bit because oh. i'm trying to lock on your face okay well they they saw it already y'all saw it, it look like there, there it is okay yeah so <laughs> part of my brother's maturity <laughs> so it just made me think about process and sometimes process it's for us because in that situation, you know, and you were saying, you know, he said for my name's sake, but sometimes the process is for refinement for mm. our own selves mm-hmm. because he knows what's best for us. 
Wow. So that that's what that made me think of. So, sorry it took so long and I had to disappoint you with the picture. No, nah, you didn't disappoint but... <laughs> me. It just it, it's all good. What I want to do, I just want to read a few some, comments if we yeah. can. You, you know what I mean? To the, the yeah, we had today. about eight fifty. So I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, we've been. You know, it's just going mm-hmm. through something. You know what I mean? It right. it it, it, re- it requires a lot, but I do believe that God knows everything that we're kind of able to endure so yeah he knows he absolutely knows and and it makes me think back to something um i'm not even gonna bring up the cliche but it was a um statement that someone said uh if it's if it's too big well uh correct me if i'm wrong um it's like if if god gave me this and it was too big or something like that and we were like well you know it's from him if it's bigger than you because Mm. you ain't supposed to be able to handle it because it's he's got in it if it's too easy then it's, then I can just take it on and say I'm gonna do it myself. Right, right, right. But and every he, it's funny because everything he asks us to do or requires us to do needs requires him. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell me anything to do that doesn't require him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me think about it. Mm-hmm. Requires him it because requires he gets the glory. Him. There you go. He there gets go. the glory. Wow. It's all about bringing. Um, yep, I see my mom on here. She said we must trust God's process. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sorry I've been missing yeah. all the comments on this side. Yeah, <laughs> I see I, we got a little few over here. A few, you know. a couple hundred over there. Wow. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Uh, Till Hill points out something. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. Mm. You know, God interrupted what Paul had going on, even while he was yet a sinner. Mm. You know, Paul said he was the chief of sinners. Chief. But God had something <laughs> greater for him. That always makes me laugh. Chief sinner, Glory not sinner, God. but chief sinner. Glory mm. to God. Okay, Jesus. Sister Deidre says, wow, just had a similar conversation this past week. Amen. It's something so powerful about receiving Jesus as Savior when yeah. he becomes your Lord, it takes your relationship to another level. Absolutely. Wow. wow. Mm. I'm trying to pull it up on my. Yeah. Well, you can read any on Facebook that we missed. Or oh, something no, like no, that. no, no, no. I, no. I was trying to pull that up over here. Yeah. So um, I won't lean across you. So Tarima says, amen. We all have our own journey and God knows exactly what it will take for each of his children. He knows each of us intimately. Wow. You know, yes. he knows us better than we know ourselves, actually. Yes, he does. You know, we're, we are receiving <laughs> identity from God. Yes, yes. We're yes. receiving, see, um, the word father means mm. source. We're receiving That's good. identity from the Lord, which means by definition, Mm-hmm. He knows us more than we know ourselves <laughs> yes. because he's the one who defines us if we let if we choose to let him define us. Mm. You know, because salvation is about reclaiming the image of God. Yes, it is. You know, yes, in the garden, yes. man lost the image of God. But I think it says in Romans 8 and 29 that we are being conformed, conformed into the image, the of, image his son, of his son, That's Jesus right. Christ. Mm, so, That's so good. It's, it's, it's that is so good. That's so a whole to, nother solid yeah, talk. Yeah, so to Tarima's <laughs> point about trusting the process, you know, Lord, a part of that trust, because the, the, the verb there is trust, is knowing that he knows even more about ourselves than yes. we know. 
which should which should garner more trust in, in him. him exactly and then as we learn him and mm-hmm. who he is we, mm-hmm. that should also garner more trust and faith in us yes. because we know mm-hmm. who he is exactly and he's sovereign and you see how that you just brought that all together mm-hmm. that makes sense it all goes back to identity I feel yeah. like every conversation I've been having these these days have kind of taken us back to identity. Wow. And when we know him as the source, trusting the process is not a problem. <laughs> Absolutely. When we trust in our source, any and everything that derives from him, including ourselves, because he knows us, should not be an issue as it relates to trusting him. Mm-hmm. He knows us. We're trying to catch up to the revelation of who we are. He mm-hmm. knows so we don't even fully know. That's wow. why it says we are to grow unto salvation. Things that God, t- uh, uh, things that we, uh, that the word talks about, most of them are progressive. It's not like this boom. I mean, well, you're saved, but you're still learning, you're growing, you're developing, you're conforming. I-N-G. Wow. Process. Process. Mm. Process. It's amazing <laughs> that we are, we are learning who we are from him. Yeah. You mm-hmm. might not have seen yourself doing a book thing, maybe like, oh boy, you know, maybe 10 years ago, you know, <laughs> like helping folks with books and stuff. You know, there's things that the Lord has me doing. Actually, everything I'm doing for the Lord today, <laughs> I didn't see myself doing it 10 years ago. So he said everything, <laughs> yeah, everything for the Lord. Now, I didn't expect to be doing anything for, from, for the Lord. Yeah, but even in doing stuff for the Lord, there's other things I'm doing that I I did not foresee myself doing. Mm. But God foresaw those things, and uh, we are rewarded with those things as a result of our submission and obedience, obedience. to Man. the process. I tell what you, what do they say? Eyes have not seen, or ears, ears have not heard. heard. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you that that when you start talking about reward and you know I keep thinking back to Deuteronomy twenty eight but um, just obedience alone it, I mean and here's the beauty of it God asks us to do things that not only bring Him glory but intrinsically there's a blessing in it for us now we shouldn't right. do it for the blessing but obedience garners a response. Everything mm-hmm. that got, even from the beginning on time, or the beginning of time, there was communication. God spoke and then there was. Mm-hmm. If there was communication, he did this, then there was a response. So when you're obedient, there is a response. Sowing and reaping, process. You sow, you reap. There's a response, communication, back and forth, back and forth. You do, you get, you do, you get. Not to say it in just some plain, simple terms, but when you are obedient, there is a blessing associated with your obedience. Now it could be, well, who, who was the man? Um, oh man, you know, I'm horrible with names. I'm so horrible with names sometimes. Mm. But God had already decreed a thing. And when he pleaded and prayed and prayed and God added on 15 more years. Oh, Hezekiah. I thought it was Hezekiah. I wasn't yeah, sure. I yeah. didn't want to say it. Um, be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Help right. me, y'all. I'm sharp nine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know the stories. You know, I know stories. Right, but right, right. The names. I'm like. Yeah, what's your name is? Right. What's your. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, your worldliness coming you out. You see somebody <laughs> that you don't know. You just be like, Hey. <laughs> Are you going to get up to heaven and see Hezekiah? I remember you, Hezekiah. Anyway, let me cut out my dumb jokes. But yeah, you're That's absolutely right about that. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah. I don't even remember what I was trying to say. Got me laughing. Um, well, let I me say? read Marsha's comment, then it might come okay. back to you. Right, we'll Marsha says, the beautiful thing is our process isn't just about us. Absolutely. Praise the Lord. Mm. Uh, here's some. Ashkenazi says the exact phrase, quote, by faith, <laughs> appears only in the New Testament 36 times. I was doing a study on it a few hours ago. Wow. Now, that's that's fascinating because what she's saying there is that the fr the phrase by faith mm -hmm. is only in the New Testament. Mm. And in the mm. New Testament, mm -hmm. it appears 36 times. Mm. So that tells you just just what we're living under now mm. is we're living by faith. And that's what honestly, excuse me, that's what makes the walk exciting. It does. You know, it does. When, when you're out in the world, you just kind of think Christianity is boring. You know what I mean? That's that's that the so myth or the, times. or the stereotype is like, oh, it's, it's you go to church, do a bunch of religious stuff is boring. But hmm. when you actually live out the faith mm -hmm. and not just oh. you go through the religious stuff, but when you actually yeah. allow the Lord to order your steps just by that definition alone, you don't know what, what tomorrow holds. <laughs> That's true. Like if you say, Lord, order That's my exciting. steps, you don't know. You don't know what you're going to be doing. It's like he could have you. In Hawaii tomorrow. In Hawaii tomorrow. <laughs> he told Abraham, going to a land. Yeah. You know, he told a bunch of other people, a bunch of other stuff. It's he exciting. could have you, you know, uh, yeah. making a movie or something or. I'm telling you, life in the Lord. Writing is a book, amazing. It's, it's 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 like he just does. It's it's nothing boring about it at Absolutely all. Absolutely nothing. I mean, you can yeah. read the Bible front to back, cover to cover. There is nothing in there boring. Ain't nothing in there boring. Nothing. Yeah. The only well, I'm a, oh, I mean, disclaimer. The only thing that was oh, slightly okay. boring to yeah, me, yeah, yeah. slightly boring, <laughs> and that's just because I'm not a history buff. Uh -huh. Was counting, and I say it all the time, counting all them tribes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I tell you, if I had to be one of them gentlemen, uh -huh. to number this, this one, number. Okay, y'all over here, y'all yeah. over. I'd be like, yeah. Lord Jesus, can I have another task, please, yeah, Lord? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, uh -huh. I like planning. I just don't like. Read all them numbers and all yeah. the lists and all. It's just not my business. Oh my goodness! All them begot, begot, begot. We just, know, just be like they had some babies and let's keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. I will admit those, <laughs> those. Uh, if I'm listening to it, I'll put that on two times fast. So <laughs> y'all don't Bible know, y'all. Yeah, the Bible app. <laughs> it does. Y'all know times I love fast. two times fast, that and I don't know funny. if y'all know, but the the U version Bible app. <laughs> <laughs> they got a two times fast option. That, I look for two times fast on everything. On yeah. Netflix, they have it too. I, listen, I'm a two time listen. fast Johnny. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> some people start preaching, and I love the message, and they be like, "Yeah, yeah you know, cause." And then I be like, "One point five, speed you up real quick. I got to be to my destination uh, in ten minutes. Yeah. Come on, hurry up." <laughs> right, right. That might be me. That's my process. <laughs> No, Lord. but now I'm teasing. But the Bible is absolutely full of so much wonder and mm -hmm. excitement. And I tell you, you know how they say when you see something like, man, that look like that need to be in the movies. Like that looks like real, you know, was a reality show. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's real life and it's exciting. And I tell you, I like you said before, I would have never thought I would be writing a book or helping other people. 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I know you said you would have never thought you was doing anything for the yeah, Lord 10 anything, years ago. Yeah. He said anything. 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 You know, it's just amazing, too, because, Man. like, mm. the stereotype is that the Bible and, and, and 
following the faith is boring. But yeah. a lot of the Hollywood movies, I'm not trying to go into a, um, a whole discussion, just, just a quick aside. A lot of the Hollywood movies take biblical concepts and then they'll make a movie off of that. Oh, man. Or they will invert it. So it's like they're still in that's, that, that's, making it seem exciting. And you mm-hmm. you don't know the Bible, so you think it's uh, it's see? so fresh and so yeah. crazy. Then when you finally come into the faith, you can look at something, even like a, a, a you know, if you get if the Lord gave you the revelation, you could see it in 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 Superman. You could see it in Batman. Like, but you have to have the revelation yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. I like what Crystal says. Uh, he, oh my God, sister Crystal, what she say? God will not go back on his word. He said it, and I believe it. Amen. Amen. Sister Rossanne says, I will believe the report of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just some good conversation in here. It's an excellent conversation. Excellent. I'm still catching up on the comments on my end. Yeah, Crystal says, yes, doctors state facts, but God is a a healer. Listen. He is I am. He we, will be with. He will be whatever we need him to be. We need to open up the lines. I want her to call in because she uh, has yeah. a powerful testimony. Crystal, uh, no, I hope she's still it's, there. It's, it's, it's late. It's nine o'clock. Yeah, and she has a testimony. I'll open it up real quick. I gotta make sure I'm she not calls in. A call. If it's you do want to call, shirt. make it quick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you I'm do want to call, two zero two seven three eight. Crystal, please call in and share your testimony. Based on that well, very statement alone, your process. Okay. Because she got a, I got, I got tied in. She can call it if she want, but I don't want to. I want if she, <laughs> I would like her testimony to, to, to not be rushed. Okay. Yeah, it's, but I mean, if she call in, she yeah, call in. It's, it's all it, good. It won't be rushed. She's, yeah. Um, she's she's a she's a very good speaker. Praise she's the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is she calling? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said um, praise the Lord as you was calling. Oh, look at what Till Hills said. Delayed obedience is also obedience. Lord have mercy. She didn't drove down my street. What happened? Oh. <laughs> no, she said delayed obedience is also disobedience. Oh, I thought you said also obedience. I, I, I might have said say, that. I, I was glitched. like, wait, what? Yeah, I think my yeah, brain yeah, glitched. Yeah, disobedience. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, man. That's, that's yeah. 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 Because tied into the obedience is the timing. Because if he says, if I said, um, um, I don't know, drive down the street and turn left and you do it tomorrow instead of today. Well, what was connected to that word, it or ramifications connected to it. So when you go down the street, what was supposed to happen may not have happened. Yeah. So you're technically doing it, but it's not in sync with his timing and his directive because I think I honestly think the moment you question it and be like I don't want to do this in your heart you've disobeyed Mm. truly Mm. well you know what Uh, yes but I'm going to also throw this one at you (laughs) I I think Jesus gave a parable one time and I'm I'm just about to butcher this whole thing Uh but he basically said if you had two servants and the ma- the master told the one servant, go and do this thing. And he said, I would do it. But then he just doesn't do it. But then another mm. one says, I'm not going to do it. But then he ultimately does it. Which one was right? And he said, it's the one that ultimately does it, even though initially he said he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm just being you. technical. Don't don't pay me no mind. Yeah. I think I was more so thinking the heart condition. The heart condition. Initial, like, like, I'm not doing this. Or I'm, uh, you know, but like you said, his heart definitely must have changed mm-hmm. for him to do it. You know, but yeah. yeah. I, and, I, I get what and, you And that speaks to your point because yeah. the mouth says something. But the. But it didn't mm-hmm. c- come from, either it didn't come from the heart or like you said, there was a change in the heart. Yeah, because it says from the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. Uh, out of the heart, the mouth, you know, um, speaks. speaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said that twice, right? Yeah. yeah. I had a glitch. No, you're right. <laughs> a verbal glitch. Yeah. But yes, from the um, heart, the mouth speaks. And so sometimes I feel like we're so quick to respond that it may not even register in our heart sometimes. Wow. Like... Have you ever heard somebody say, like, like if you're multitasking, and I'm the worst at multitasking, y'all. If you're doing something and your brain is over here, and somebody say something, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't really thinking about what you're saying. You're just saying it. Wow. So I think there are occasions where you could just say stuff out of routine, out of habit. It hadn't even processed in your brain. Didn't even get to your heart. Mm-hmm. You just talking out of routine, out of habit. And so later you come back like, oh, ho, 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 wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. What did I just? Okay, wait, I got to go back and amend that. I got to <laughs> fix that because that wasn't right. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so Man. I definitely, let me see if I can multitask and get yeah. Miss Crystal to call in here. Well, let's let's get her yeah, on I a get... on a on a day where we can dedicate to her. Okay. Yeah, I don't because well, it's nine oh eight. I'm about to get off in about ten minutes. I'm message. just being honest. We about to be out in about <laughs> ten minutes. I'm just keeping. Y'all want to know what Greg do after solid talks? <laughs> Greg go to sleep after solid talks. Greg eat chicken. Hey, he do something. Uh, Tarima says the most beautiful seasons we have in life are those when we are seeking him and have a dependency on yes. him. It can be so lovely if we learn, excuse me, if we lean into him, even in our suffering. Wow. Deidre says the suffering builds dependency and resilience in the, in the Lord. Wow, it's hard to see the number because the your shirt. I was yeah, it's all good. It, okay. it, I don't, I don't want nobody <laughs> calling for real. I'm just being honest. <laughs> all right. uh, it ain't that I don't want to call in, but I'm just not because it's already here. after nine o'clock. Matter of fact, let me take it off. Don't don't oh. call in. Don't call in. <laughs> I was gonna type it in over here. Yeah, no, nah, don't call in. <laughs> they weren't gonna call in. in anyway. Okay, good. Now y'all, now I got my shirt back. Praise got the Lord. Shirt back. Uh, Joseph Joseph suffered and he did nothing wrong, says Moni mm. E. Wow, man, y'all! I'm telling you, y'all pulling out some good uh, examples tonight. Oh, look scriptures. at what Marcia said. I asked God why, and He said, "Do it with a good attitude." Mm. You know, the Lord does not like murmuring and complaining. He doesn't. So I know, <laughs> and, and you know, <laughs> I know, and I just know, like, because sometimes it annoys me. Yeah. Like, I'm t- just tired of people complaining in general, like, in the real world. It's like everybody is just searching for something to be angry at. Yeah. And Nitpicking. Yeah. What, what we used to say, uh, antagonistic. Yeah. Everybody antagonistic. just got something to be against something. Like, oh, I like that. Well, yeah. you could. You know, it's just like, just be obedient. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go down to the bottom a little bit. I'm going to have to go back and reread the comments. Oh, I got some uh, over here. I miss everything. Hey, Renisha. Oh, you want to read one? Go ahead. A couple of them. People just saying hello. And, oh, okay. Uh, Sister Jackie uh-huh. said, um, "Most of the not, most of the time, he's not going to tell you why." Mm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 even in those cases, 
in spite of, we are to still be obedient. We yeah. are to still be obedient. And it's so hard mm-hmm. because, you know, and Sister Jackie is a teacher like I am as well. Um, you know, when we prepare lessons for the students, we got our purpose. We got our objectives. We have our, you know, all those things that we telling the kids, like, what you're going to learn? How you're going to, well, not how, but what you're going to learn, what we want you to take out of it, the reason why, all this explanation. Sometimes God just like, pack up your bags and go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Lord, well, can you give me uh, some objectives and a purpose and a mission statement? And he's like, go, <laughs> go. Wow. What are you going to say? Oh, well, I'll wait till you give me the details. Mm -hmm. And that's how I know. Oh, my goodness. That's how I know God is speaking to me Mm -hmm. because I am so detail oriented and he will not give me details. Oh, wow. He'll say, do this. And I'm like, well, wait, well, is it? Okay. So is it? It is just like, okay, Lord, well, I'll do this. But can you clarify the next part? You know, he's, he doesn't always do that. He likes faith. He absolutely. It's impossible to please God. He ain't going to tell me till I take that step. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, he he likes it. I mean, he likes faith. Yes, he does. It's, it's his thing. It's like, you know. <laughs> it's his jam. Yeah, somebody like movies or somebody like mu- jazz music. Right, I don't know. Right. His thing is faith. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he really likes. And I, <laughs> you said like he like. Yeah, that's like, his thing. Like he like faith. Like you like chicken. <laughs> he does. That's his thing. He loves him some faith. I t- <laughs> love him some faith. Yeah. And so I even try to, you know, get a little funny with it. Like, all right, Lord, I'm going to do this. And as I'm doing it, just give me some more information. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he like, nope, you complete the action. <laughs> then I may tell you in a few more months or something yeah. like that. But it's like I, I, I keep trying to put God on this time schedule and it's so hard and I don't mean to. But sometimes we do that as if our faith is built into what he going to do next. Or, okay, but well, show yeah. me this, Lord. But well, show me that. But well, show me that. And, and it makes me think back to, I don't know, we're getting ready to close out. But mm-hmm. it makes me think back into the Old Testament, how works there were so many works to get people to believe. Mm-hmm. And now we're in a season where the works shall follow. The wow. miracles, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. The miracles took place to get people to believe. Now, by faith, mm-hmm. we should act in the in the miracles follow. Wow. They follow our faith. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't pull us into faith because in Old Testament, it was do this to show them this, do this to show that I am God, do this to show that I am that I am, do this, do this, do this. And people were like, oh, an astonishment. And now we're under, we're, we, that's why when you were talking about in the New Testament, faith by faith, by faith, by faith. He like, uh-uh, I ain't showing y'all nothing. <laughs> if you can't see in this book and see all these people and all these testimonies and all, come on now. Mm-hmm. I need faith. You'll see the result, the con- not I don't say consequences, but mm-hmm. you'll see the result of your faith when you take action, when you do, as I say, when you are obedient, but don't look for a miracle first in order to believe. And I think that is where we are in this season. Wow. So many people want a miracle in order to take a step. Show me this, Lord, you know, make it wet. Okay, let me flip it over. I'm gonna make it dry, you yeah, know, yeah. so that I can believe you. Mm. And I think they were really starting to, Enter into that space where it's like, okay, God is God. I can trust him. I can believe him because it was a whole new paradigm shift for them. It was a whole wow. new thing because, you know, they were Jews back then. Mm-hmm. So this whole, you know, that's a whole nother study. But, you know, this whole under grace, moving by faith, believing what God says and be acting in obedience. That's, that, that's where we are right now. We shouldn't be asking for signs. We shouldn't be asking for signs. Wow. Wow. We shouldn't. Obedience, even if it's blind obedience, mm-hmm. obedience. Well, you if, ain't gonna be blind. If we believe but, in the resurrection, we should yeah. not be looking for signs. 
Because he conquered death. Absolutely. Absolutely. He conquered death. Absolutely. If he can conquer death. He, Come on. He, he, that's not enough. That's, yeah, that's enough. Because <laughs> that's something I have never, wow. ever, ever, ever seen. Wow. Mm. Man. Jesus. So, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, just to recap everything and just to kind of bring it in. And uh, forgive me if I didn't get to every comment. I'm going to have to go back and reread. I'll but, pull some up while you're speaking. Yeah. No, well, no, I'm going to uh, close it out. But, you know, um, trusting the process. I, I love what you said about having a revelation of who God is. Mm. Yeah. You know, just just looking. I guess we looked at, at Saul. He was blinded. He had to learn faith, you know, and just believing that God is. You know, it says whoever comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those that seek him diligently. Just believing that he is. Mm. That he is. That he is. Yeah. He says, I am that I am. That he Mm -hmm. is. He he is. Mm. (laughs) He is. So I just want to encourage anyone who's going through a process of coming into something God wants you to do or of learning who you are or anyone who's going through a process that is a trial or circumstance or tribulation be encouraged because it's not in vain It's for the Lord's sake and he has something for you on the other side of it everybody uh, this is a pretty bold statement I'm about to go and fact check myself (laughs) but I'd be willing to, to, to submit that everybody in the word of God who went through something for the Lord's sake had something on the other side Mm. Look at somebody like Stephen. I'm not going to get too deep into it. Stephen was literally being stoned yes. by Paul and them. <laughs> literally, as he was being stoned after preaching a word, after preaching the gospel, Ooh, yeah. he sees the Lord standing, <laughs> and he's so joyful at the sight of the Lord standing that he actually says something to the effect of forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm. Mm. He, the, the, the joy of what <sighs> was on the other side of his stoning yes, was yes, so, yes, was yes. so I tell you. paramount or so, mm. so monumental in comparison to the actual pain that he went through. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I still... don't, I'm not even convinced that he even felt the pain. <laughs> Yeah, I was because say, I was he was focused yes. on the Lord. Mm. Maybe focusing on the Lord reduces the pain. That that's good. That's good. Mm. That's good. That need to be on somebody's t-shirt. <laughs> focusing Maybe. on the Lord diminishes the pain. Maybe focusing on the Lord diminishes the pain. But that makes sense though, because in His Scripture we see over and over. Seek ye first. He always mm-hmm. he always establishes order. Him first. Everything else. Him first. You don't need to know all the details when he's first. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wow. So that makes so much sense. Yeah. So he didn't say assess your pain and then come back to me. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Him first. Him first. Him first. Wow. Praise the Lord. That's the shirt. Him first. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Mercy. sister, this, this conversation has it's been a blessing to me. Because yeah. like I shared in the beginning, I'm going through a process and, and I feel like that some of the stuff that we discuss 
is, is helping me. Amen. So me as well. I just praise God me for well. it. I don't know if you have any thing you want to say before we close out or? i just want to say i thoroughly as always enjoy being on your solid talk every fourth saturday mm-hmm. um look to join more um i feel as though i am being edified and i am growing and iron sharpens iron as everyone who comments and says different things on there it really helps to boost my faith and encourages me and i am going through a process as well and don't yeah. know all of the details. I think Sister uh, Patricia, I think Sister Patricia Joseph said that she was like me as far as being detail oriented, and um, it, it definitely requires a level of faith for sure. Mm. Wow! <laughs> and um, I just want to say thank you all for having me. I enjoyed the conversation, and I look forward to many more. Amen. Many more. Praise the Lord. Well, listen, family. That's all we have for you in this solid talk. We pray that you've been edified, that you've been blessed by it. Amen. Y'all take care and be blessed.